Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. So let's kick things off talking about the edge joining presser foot or what what are other it'll be called something different for every brand of machine. Uh I'm not I'm not sh- I'm trying to think. Edge I have some ideas. Yeah, edge, I mean edge the joining, joining foot, joining foot, stitch in the ditch edge foot, foot, stitch in the ditch foot. What what you need to know about the anatomy of this foot is it has a blade down the middle of it. Right. And I'm going to interject here and say it's not the blind, the blind hem, hem foot. foot it is not the blind hem and foot. it won't work the and same I'm just, I'm just gonna say one more time it's not your blind hem foot and it so, looks a little bit like it on some of the machines does. i've even or some of you know yeah, the machine company it's very it's very similar i heard somebody say this in our store that they what no what they said was the blind hem foot is really good for edge joining no, it's not. It's got it a is bump not. In it it's for not. One a, thing. Well, it's got. Yep. It, anyway, well, yep. we'll talk. So the the anatomy of the foot, the blade down the middle, um, like you said, but the blade is in the middle and it doesn't extend into the stitch area. You could, the blind hem foot, the does. blade extends into the stitch area. We wanted to do that. And it has a hump in it. Yep, and it has a <laughs> hump, but it's got that blade in there because edge joining is done with a zigzag stitch. That's right. You know, and you can. You know, you can obviously zigzag over a, a blind hem, you know, blade that goes through that stitch area, but it's not what it's meant for. And don't let anyone tell you that. Now, and you just point you out this know podcast. Something? This is an old lady story here. I I wanted you, Do you to tell the story. story. I think I know the story. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, we used to sell a certain machine brand and the very popular machine brand. They had like every foot in the world. And our tech used to take the blind hem foot and basically cut away part of that blade that went down the middle and we made our own made your own edge stitching foot. foot yeah yes that before. fit our that particular machine no i remember yes. this and i remember that he would you know smooth He's, that blade that's right. afterwards he, 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 yeah right. he polished yeah. it uh-huh. he absolutely polished it absolutely and um you know we then that company found out we were doing that, and, <laughs> and now they're making and thirty dollars a pop. <laughs> that, right. Then they started man, you know, manufacturing that foot, which is great. That's you know, right. No, right. it's great, and every and it became available to everybody. Yeah, every right. every brand has a foot like this, you know. Uh, but that edge joining foot with that guide down the middle, but that does not extend right. into the stitch area of the foot, is so important. So the fact that 
that blade doesn't extend into the stitch area means that you can do whatever you want in there. You can do any stitch. Any kind of stitch any that kind you're, of stitch. you've decided to do. Straight stitch, zigzag. Straight stitch to the left. Straight stitch a little to the left. Straight stitch. You know? Hem stitching. Hem stitching. Yeah. Uh, decorative stitching. You know, any, anything. Anything right. you want to do. Uh, do that. So let's talk about traditional use for the edge joining foot. Um edge joining my, my, my <laughs> tradition or someone else's right so traditionally it'd be used to join together right two pieces two of fabric. pieces of fabric and or and or maybe it's you're uh joining two pieces of lace together yes. your, your lace is only one inch wide and you want mm -hmm. a two inch wide yeah and then also to join that lace to the edge of the fabric yes Right. So you're putting right. two edges together, and how this works is you choose a like a, a zigzag stitch, or there's I don't I don't is this called an edge joining stitch where it gets like straight stitch and bites over looks to like the a ladder right. and yeah, it bites looks, in each way yeah right, yeah right, that right. kind of ladder stitch uh -huh. you use that um and you can butt those you know two things a lot of the stitches don't particularly have names or yeah. sewing machine companies call Just them something different so sure that's why when you're blogging or something you need to draw a picture yeah, I'll draw of a picture. the anatomy I'll of draw, the, I'll, I'll make an the anatomy of the stitch because they they are called different things. Okay, so we'll put that on there. Um and but the point is since you're edge joining your fabrics or your laces or whatever they don't overlap. They just butt mm -hmm. up against one another. That's right. You're supposed to use that guide um, you right. know, to butt those two things up. Uh, another thing that I I love the word butt. Um the, the <laughs> other thing I've butted together is any soft and stable exactly yeah so or felt or felt or something like that uh, or any stabilizer yes I mean, anything no, batting well, i want to point out with the any soft and stable because i didn't just join two flat pieces oh, i really? joined curved pieces i was making yes. a bra cup okay? okay right so i had the top of the cup and the bottom of the cup both right. these pattern pieces lay flat but you can actually run that through your edge joining foot and then create right. that three-dimensional right. You know, um, project, but I'll I'll do I'll do a separate little post on that. But I, I love that stuff. We talk about it all the time. I love Annie Soft and Stable. Maybe they'll sponsor the show. I don't know. Um, anyway, <laughs> they don't have to. I'll talk about them anyway. So uh, the the edge joining foot can do that. But let's talk about things that we use the edge joining foot for that are not edge joining. Go. You want to you want to give well, one? Well, when when you're talking about stitching in the ditch, yeah. You know. You can put it in any seam and decide to stitch on one side of that seam for top stitching or the other side. Or here you could use also even use a double needle as a decorative. Oh, Stick yeah. it in the ditch mm -hmm. and you'd be stitching down, you know, each side. Absolutely. So it, it's basically a good landmark. And you know about me when I talk about landmark sewing. Yep. You don't watch your needle when you sew. You choose landmarks. Are you, uh, I say I, what I've come to say to people is don't watch your needle. Watch your guide. So right. a guide can be anything a guide that can does be not anything. move. Right. Like a landmark, yeah, something that doesn't so it can, move. So it can be a seam guide. It can be the edge of a foot. It can be a mark on the foot. But if you watch that needle go up and down, your eyeballs are going up and down too. Yep. And that's when, you know, you don't get a smooth stitch. Well, and your needle's, your needle's moving. If you're watching that's right. it and you move your fabric, you're done. So you can put this guide, this middle edge guide on a seam, or you can put it on the edge of a piece of right. fabric and, and move that needle over. People don't always understand why you want to move your needle over. This gets me. I, I've always been able to do it with our machines. Right. And you're like, right. wait, what? why would you move your needle? And once again, I've, I've been spoiled by my sewing upbringing by my mom, which I'm very grateful for. But you, 
man, you know, getting two parallel lines of stitching. Right. It's just so easy. You know, go down one, you know, line using the edge of your foot or using that edge stitch guide. Put your needle all the way to the left. Do it again. Put your needle in the center or well, whatever. I, I mean, when I was, like, make clothes for, I had three daughters and I... I, I was into using decorative stitches on my machine. And a lot of times, you know, hemming around the, uh, you know, the little sleeves or something, you'd want to put a decorative stitch, and I'd just slide that, um, the edge of, you know, the, the, the hem is already in. Right. And now I am sliding it up next to the edge of that. That's my guide. That guide. And I'm doing a decorative doing stitch. Well, and the other thing is when you do, you, so your guide is in the center. Um, so when you want to, so when we slide the edge of our hem, the, you know, the edge of our garment uh, up to that guide, we're going to be stitching over to the side, right? Right. You know, with our decorative stitch. And you do get more support from the throat plate over there. Right. You know, uh, you get support on three sides of the needle, and that can be nice uh, to have. You still get the feed dogs and everything, but that that center guide is so useful you could almost just like keep it on your machine all the time. I mean, I it is it is almost that that way. It, obviously, it's not the best for you know. There are reasons you want an open toe foot sometimes and etc. But man, that foot it's it's great, and the guide will be springy. Often, yes, it is. You know, so that it it doesn't create a barrier. It really you know will just rest upon the fabric and be very nice. Um, one one thing I did that was a lot of fun, I made one of those ottomans, one of those uh, right, like Amy a big Butler big pillow poof yeah, things, right. you know. And, and I, it has eight or 16 yeah, sections yeah, or whatever. It, it, this one was six. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I did lots of things. I put, like, embroidery on every other petal of the ottoman, you know. And then I did, like, the star stitch, right. you know. I did that going down the ditch, and right. so I was stitching in the ditch, but I wasn't stitching in the ditch with a straight stitch. I was right. stitching in the ditch with a fun decorative stitch, and it kind of added a little bit of interest. So I'd highly recommend – this is one foot. It doesn't come with the machines. The machine companies are very smart. <laughs> they know you'll want it. <laughs> so it, it's definitely going to be, you know, an add-on for you. But it's a foot that if you're buying a sewing machine and if you're getting serious about sewing, I wouldn't leave your sewing it's store without it. It's just worth it. Absolutely. Right. And it's not the same as your a blind, blind hem, hem foot. foot. It's not no a blind what hem somebody foot. Will tell you. And we're not even going to talk about the blind hem foot in the second half of this podcast so as to avoid confusion. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it three podcasts from now or something, okay? I, I can, I'm, I'm pretty sure that if anybody, anybody could come to me and say, why would I buy this foot? It's the same as my other foot. I can convince you that it is not. Absolutely. No, each foot almost, uh, yeah. Definitely has its own yeah, function. Absolutely. Function and, a, and not function, but a functionality that makes it easier for you, saves you time, and gives you a nicer um, finished product. Well, let's take a little break and then come back and talk about another foot. All right. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, Mal. Hey, Mom. I heard you were easy. Oh, no! What does that mean? No, it means what what you, I think what you really heard was, well, Mallory, your easy tea looks so good on you. Oh, that, you know, I should have known that it was something about something you made. Like you said, you're getting into your golden years, sometimes... (laughs) You know, miss mishearing things. It happens. No, you're right? the one that mishears things. <laughs> I know this. You make lapel pins about it. Okay, so uh, I am currently wearing an Easy Tea, and I wear them all the time. Uh, the Easy Tea is a semi-fitted short sleeve T-shirt made out of a woven fabric, and you draft the Easy Tea to fit your measurements by taking the Easy Tea class. Well, how do I take this class? It's an online class that you can watch anytime on SoHere.com. To purchase the class, go to SoHere.com slash Easy Tea. That's just E-A-S-Y-T. Is this on my computer? It's on your computer. It's on your phone. It's on your iPad. The class is divided up into short easily consumable segments, some of which you may not ever need to watch ever again, but some of which you might want to revisit. So you have the ability to mark lessons as completed and also to star lessons so you can go back and revisit the ones that are most important to you. And I can vouch, Mallory's easy tea is a lot easier than Mallory is. Once again, go to SoHere.com slash EZT to begin your pattern drafting journey. Sewing out loud. Well, welcome back to the show. With uh, this uh, second half of the podcast, we're going to talk about open toe feet. And yeah, feet have toes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they most certainly do. They've got ankles and toes and heels and corns and bunions and all, all sorts of stuff. So... <laughs> Cass. Any anyway, broken foot. I don't know. Uh, but mom, talk talk about open toe foot. Get the get the open, conversation started. An open toe foot. Um, in in the old days, when I'm when I say the old days, I'm talking 25 years ago or more. They didn't come with your machine. It was usually an add-on type. Uh, Did you have to cut it open a closed? No. <laughs> actually, that's been done too. That's been done too. Um, open toe sort of sort of came into. Um, fashion when we started having the decorative stitches and the zigzag stitches and the applique right things like that Mm -hmm. and it's all about being able to visualize absolutely and you want to be able to visualize what you're sewing while you're sewing um i i used to not sell a machine without that was like you want to buy this foot believe me you want to buy if you don't Mm -hmm. buy this foot but you will be unhappy and then i would you know, one of my basic classes I used to teach, um, you know, that was be- beyond just a standard guide class, was basic uh, applique. And you need that open-toed foot. You've got to be able to visualize, you know, 
where things are laying, where things meet, where one piece of fabric meets the other piece of fabric, and where you're laying down those stitches. So open-toed is just, it needs to be in the toolbox. It needs to be there. Another thing about open-toe is um, I want to talk about the bottom of the foot. I think it's almost a universal uh, truth that if you get an open-toe foot, they think you're going to be using it for decorative stitching or applique. And so the bottom of the foot is going to have a more of a groove, a higher lift where the stitching it has a groove to allow yeah, the stitching to, to pass, pass underneath pass through. right so let's just say a that a build up of stitches it's, it's another reason to get this foot right. for applique and, decorative and, stitching you know um when you said applique i i've seen it referred to as open-toed applique, applique. Foot. yeah you're right, right you're right right and some of the open toe feet there are different open toe feet um feets footses <laughs> uh there are plastic open toe feet and metal open toe feet. And sometimes these different open toe feet will have guides on them. They'll have little little red hash marks right. at like the, the halfway mark or the quarter inch mark or da-da-da-da. And, you know, in my opinion, the more little marky-poos you can put on my feet, the better. Right. You know, I like There are them all. walking feet yeah. that actually have open, open toe, mm-hmm. atta- you know, foot that you can put on yep. or your closed foot, whatever. Yeah. And, and there are reasons... To have an open and reasons to have a closed. The one, you know, the more foot you have that's closed, the more stable any yeah, stitch more, is going to be. Yeah, the more stable, more stability you're going to have. Absolutely. But I'm still not going to be able to visualize what I'm doing if I have a closed-toed foot. Some people will take a plastic closed-toed foot and feel that they have more vis- visualization of what they're doing with that. So you know, clear plastic, and that is true. For me, I have tended not to like them because they distort. Yeah. You know, the plastic is, it's not like, you know, it's good optical plastic I'm looking through. No, I agree. Because it's such a small piece of plastic. You know, it's it's so small that you can't, you almost kind of can't see through it. And I, I wanted to bring up, we talked about maybe not bringing this up, but I wanted to bring up free motion feet. You can have an open toe free motion foot or you can have a plastic closed-toed, free-motion foot, and I almost I kind of not so into that plastic, closed-toed, free-motion foot, you know, right. for me, I because you really can't well, necessarily and, see and what you're doing. And there's issues with even open-toed, free-motion feet where they can catch if you're on a certain type of fabric, yep. so you like, then you want to close. Then you do want a closed-toed, yeah. Yep, so you, you have to it. think about all of mm-hmm. these things, but there's an absolute place for an open-toed you know, applique sewing foot, foot or yeah, sewing, sewing foot, foot, as we call it. There's no reason not to have one. You'll use it uh, if you take a class and you ask a teacher, what would I use this for? If she doesn't come up with any good reasons, maybe you should have a different teacher. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there, there are absolutely so many reasons to use it. One I, reason I, I can think of is when you're doing the decorative stitching, it's not just to see where you're laying right. it down. Like, you know, okay, great. It's it's going in the the blue part of my fabric right. or something. But maybe you want to see, okay, am I getting to the flower part of right. the stitch or am I on the leaf part of my decorative stitch? You know, you can really. That's a big reason because right. honestly, for applique and stuff, I've sometimes found myself using the edge joining foot. You know, right. for the for the right. zigzag capability even. But 
when you want to see what your stitch is doing, are you stitching out lettering with your sewing part of your sewing machine? You know, I, I like to be able to see where I am in the stitch in case you don't have a screen that, that does that for you. The other thing that um, I use my open toed for is couching. And if no mm. one understands the term mm. couching, it is when you actually are applying something to fabric. So like a cording or sequins or, uh, you know, something that's in a string, right. so to speak. And there are couching feet and they're and I have them all. <laughs> <They're a lot. laughs> and in I fact, love them all. I, you know, <laughs> I don't know how we're going to break that up. <laughs> right, right. I love them all. But there is sometimes I will come up with a trim or a cord or something where I need to use that open-toed foot in order to couch. And it allows me, you know, the ability to visualize where I'm laying down that cording. Um, I just want to bring up a specific open-toed foot that I used recently that I really loved and it was for couching actually uh baby lock has a candle wicking foot and candle wicking you know by hand or it's like these it's kind of a buildup of stitches and it's it's a bump you know and so this foot has a particularly high rise um to to allow those stitches to go through and what I was doing was stitching trim onto a jacket uh stitching just some some braid onto a jacket and the couching feet we're talking about oftentimes they're like made to run cording through or they're made to run pearls through but i didn't need that I just or they needed, had a certain size, size yes, channel size channel yeah mm-hmm. they have a channel for that couching to keep your keep your cording keep your pearls you know tame i didn't need that i just needed a big old width because i wanted a big old zigzag to stitch this down and i needed space underneath the foot to allow that braid you know that trim to run right under my foot and that's that candle wicking foot was really nice and it had a little center red mark on the back that was good but it's another iteration of the open toe foot that i liked i've never met a foot i didn't like <laughs> you're like the will rogers of sewing right, and the will rogers the of wilma, sewing. wilma sewing. rogers of sewing and just so, you're certainly not and, will and rogers because is, mom has met some men she did not like <laughs> <laughs> the um <laughs> the um that's why we that was why we sew because we like the feet not the people <laughs> that's why i live with my dog no yeah. I don't let my my husband doesn't listen to these, so I don't yeah, have to worry about there you that. Go. But um, you know, I locked the dog in the car one time for like twelve hours and didn't realize it. And I went to let her out, and she got out, and she was wagging her tail and all happy to see me. And I'm pretty sure if I locked him in the car for twelve hours, he would not have reacted like that when I went. Just to get just him. to clarify, <laughs> just to clarify, she thought that someone else had let the dog out someone else was supposed the dog to do was that fine. it was it was not that it's we don't and i need... thought the dog was out because i saw the neighbor's dog and i thought it was our dog yeah yeah no mom's not a an, an animal cruelty no one would no animal was hurt in the production of this podcast that's right um but no i i hadn't met i've never met a foot that i didn't like honestly i love the sewing tools all right. Well, thanks for listening to the podcast. Look out for more of these uh, feet podcasts. We'll try to get get through all the feet. All the feet. Impossible. <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, 